0: You're laying in bed with your newborn on your chest, exhausted, drained, maybe filled with overwhelming joy, maybe not. You're trying to keep your eyes open between feedings when all of a sudden, that little infant wiggles its body, falls loose from your grip, and falls to the floor. This traumatic moment became a reality for one of today's guests, Haley Mullins, at only two weeks postpartum. Especially when doing skin-to-skin with a newborn, it's very easy for them to shift their bodies and fall, or for us to fall asleep and not be aware of their movement. And it's way more common than you think. So, what can we do to protect our baby from falling postpartum? And what is skin-to-skin? What are the benefits? You know, it's important for us to have this education of how common infant falls are and what we can do to prevent them in order to give us a little bit of peace of mind, knowing that we've taken an important step to keep them safe in our arms during such a vulnerable moment. Today, we have two guests joining us. The first one, Haley Mullins. Hi everyone, I'm Haley Mullins and I live in Toronto
1: with my two kids, Marnie and Maxine and my husband, Chris.
0: We'll share her personal experience and how it inspired her to create a product called The Roo Loop that is changing the way hospitals and individuals at home are protecting their babies, along with her co-founder, Sarah Almanza-Cox.
2: My name is Sarah, and I'm someone who's deeply passionate about building community and women's health. I have a new nephew named Jack, and I spend my time in Toronto and the East Coast.
0: You're listening to the Mamas in Training podcast, giving aspiring and expecting first time mamas guidance and community from moms who have been there. I'm your host, Jessica Lorien, but I am not yet a mom an autoimmune disease has delayed my journey into motherhood. So I made it my mission, while I heal, to learn with you all about motherhood so that together we can be as prepared as possible, even for something scary, like our infant falling from our arms. Haley and Sarah have collaborated with the company Juvi, a global leader in premium products for babies and young children that is passionate about solving problems and supporting families in order to bring this product into hospitals, as well as into your hands, so that we can enter the world of motherhood with peace of mind. Now, here is Haley's story.
1: My oldest daughter, who is now 10, she was born June 2012. The night she was born, like any newborn, the moment you put her down, she cries. And my husband and I delivered And we were in a shared room, so you know, of course, there's another family that you're worried about. (laughs) You're exhausted and whatnot, and so you know, every time I would put her down, she would cry. So I just kind of left her on my chest all night. And the nurse came in, and I was wired and holding my baby in that sort of new mom adrenaline. And she was like, you know, can you relax at all? And I was like, absolutely not. The moment I like loosen my grip, like I need to hug her. I need to be hugging her the whole time. So what this nurse did was actually wrapped a a swaddler around to sort of give that pressure touch and that sort of added weight to the baby and keep her calm and happy on me. So two weeks to the day that she was born, I'm, I'm at home and lying in bed and it's that, you know, that blissful moment. It's early morning, June morning, and the sun is, you know, beaming in through the curtains and, you know, that sort of foggy, blissful, new love moment. And uh, my baby was on my chest because I learned that that's where she's happy, and that's where she's quiet and comfortable. And you know, as a new mom, you just you just want those moments of peace and you want your baby to be happy. So she's on me. I've got a little like a little blanket around her to sort of keep her keep her warm. and I took my hands off of her for two seconds to text my sister, Ashley, you know, my sister has kids and, you know, those questions that pop up, is this normal? you know, she, she had a a runny eye and, you know, that, that moment of, okay, well, I need some help. So I took my hands off of her for two seconds to grab my phone. And in those two seconds, she startled and she fell off of me and hit the floor and it was a hardwood floor. And our bed is, you know, (laughs) three feet from the floor. And that is a sound that I will never, ever forget. So the, the moment of panic that that crippling anxiety compounded with exhaustion and uh, my husband and I freaked out, took her to the emergency room and, you know, uh, immediately on our way, we're panicking. We, we've dropped our baby. We've injured her for life. You know, all these complications that run through your head. She cried. And, and I realized now that that was a really great thing. But, you know, in the moment, you're just thinking, oh, God, she's in so much pain. Um, just that cry. So, you know, compounded with the runny eye that I was already worried about, it was just a disaster of a morning, you know, two weeks into motherhood, <laughs> compounded with physical exhaustion and discomfort and all that, all that fun stuff that no one really tells you about. Um, so we went to the emergency room and the doctor looks it up and he goes, this happens all the time. So we got in the car, find out she's okay, and just that, that wave of relief that comes you know feel like a weight is lifted off but got home and i'm like oh my god if this happens all the time like it cannot happen to us again i can't do this again i, I can't i can't manage it emotionally and so I spent so much money on products that are out there and there's some really wonderful baby products that are designed for carrying um like wraps and and carriers and slings and all those you know really great handy products but there's nothing that was designed just to support your baby when they're skin-to-skin skin or cuddled up on your chest. So I borrowed my mother-in-law's sewing machine, and the very next day, I'm walking up to, to a fabric shop, you know, five minutes from me, and I'm buying stretchy fabric and, and Velcro and trying to configure this product that would just support her on me while she slept on me and, and sort of give me that peace of mind that if I took my hands off of her, she's not falling. So went to a friend of mine, Jessica, who I would worked with in a former life, who was in the fashion industry, and she connected me with a friend to help make my very first proper prototype. Which, if I understand correctly, you
0: developed in three weeks. Is that right?
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what? When you're uh, a mom mom's on, a on a mission.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. You
1: know, they say mothers the invention, or necessity is the mother of invention. So yes. <laughs> that was actually the case here. I just I couldn't imagine going through that newborn phase with the constant fear that this was going to happen again. And you know, mm-hmm. and and Sarah, Sarah always encourages me to tell the the story of how the actual design came to me and it, it did actually come to me in a dream one night. So, you know, it's uh, waking up one morning and thinking, okay, here we go. I've got it. After trying wraps, carriers, slings, and baby wearing shirts. So had the idea, finally got a, a proper prototype, which was, you know, exactly what I needed um, as a new mom. And then uh, approached another friend and I was very lucky. I realized that my circle of friends is is very fortuitous in terms of Mm -hmm. what we set out to do. My friend Maya, who's a patent lawyer, to get some advice on patenting this product. And, you know, is this something that's already out there? Is this something that that we should pursue and whatnot? And she was really helpful in terms of guiding me on how to do a patent search and, and explore, you know, what other products are out there that might might do the same thing already. And, and we realized that that it didn't exist and that we really needed to pursue it because it it really helped me and saved me. And I knew that it would be really beneficial to moms everywhere
0: and dads. Sarah Haley mentioned that infant falls are common. And when I was doing research about it, truly they are so much so that we have awareness around it this week. So How common are they in in what you've discovered and why don't we hear about it, Sarah?
2: Those are really great questions. I think the reason we don't hear about infant falls as much is it's kind of, it's a bit of a loaded topic. And I mean, there's a varying degree of severity that can occur when an infant fall happens. So, you know, fortunately in someone like Haley's case, an infant fall occurred and the child, is healthy and has grown into a healthy young adolescent. In other cases, infant falls can be quite more severe, resulting in skull fracture or even fatality. And so I think that there is a lot of shame that is wrapped around with infant falls. And, you know, certainly from a parent feeling like a bad parent um, for allowing an infant fall to occur, but they happen all the time. And so mm-hmm. when we, you know, really started to kind of dig in and look at what was going on in the healthcare space. There are reports saying that one in every approximately 600 babies will experience a newborn fall in hospital. And half of those falls will result in a skull fracture or worse. And people still feel that that number is extremely underreported. And that doesn't take into consideration infant falls that would be occurring at home as well. And so We know that there's a certain standard of care that a hospital is trying to bring to families and into the maternity health unit. And that's a tough thing to talk about. And through speaking with expert witnesses that have worked on infant falls, we've seen public settlements happening for around 8 million and some have privately occurring for up to 43 million. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of like, as Haley puts it, which I think it sums it up, it's like a dirty little secret, right? It's something people aren't really openly comfortable talking about. And what's been really great is we started to see some movement around that. So the joint commission in 2018 had issued a warning around infant falls, which is fabulous. It was just a year ago this week, the state of California issued that the third week of September moving forward would be newborn falls awareness week, where it's something Mm -hmm. that hopefully people continue to talk about, hospitals continue to
0: educate around, but certainly not a light topic. It's a little heavy. Yeah, and I'm sure that there's a good amount of shame you might feel or might go into just admitting that this has happened, but unfortunately so many People go through it and just don't want to talk about it. And if we're able to just address it, like this does happen, you know, you're not a bad mom or dad or parent for going through something like this. And the ability that you had Haley to acknowledge that this was a problem and then create a solution for it is amazing. So you ended up ultimately creating the Joey band, which was initially used in clinical settings like hospitals. But now you've developed it for retail, so all of us listening can check out what's now known as the Roo Loop, and had an amazing collaboration with Juvi. How have you seen this bringing it to the retail world? Working in this collaboration with Juvi, how have you seen it really impacting families directly?
1: I mean, for us, it's really about accessibility. You know, we we have this this product that we know. Helps, and for us, we're working so hard to to make it standard of care in hospitals, so that no parent has to go through those first twenty four hours where you're just struggling to hold your baby on you. You're tired. You're medicated. You're you're uncomfortable. So, what this partnership with Juvi does and bringing the Roo Loop to market is, it makes it accessible and available for families to purchase on their own and, and empower themselves. You know, if, if your hospital doesn't have it in their maternity ward already, then you can get it and take it with you and know that those, you know, those first 24 hours into those first three months of life into that first year, you're going to use this product, you know, the clinical benefits behind it, and you can really set yourself and your baby up for the best start possible.
0: Yeah. And what a great opportunity for us too, to learn about something, advocate for ourselves, and speak up and ask our providers like, Hey, do you guys have this as an option in your hospital? And who knows, you might be the, the person who makes the change in the hospital. You never know.
1: Well, that's just it. I mean, I can remember, and you know, it feels like a long time ago, but it wasn't that long ago doing the prenatal courses and you're going into the hospital and you're paying for this course and you're learning how to change a diaper, which is great but you're not learning you're not learning like what it's actually like you know you, right. you you you're sent home with this little person that you've just met and you have to take care of yourself you have to take care of them and it's a learning curve for both both taking care of your baby but also taking care of yourself As a new parent, as someone who has this other person to care for, but also, again, physically, what it's like in those first few weeks, you know, anything that can take the pressure off, especially for, you know, if you happen to have a C section, this product can really help support and take the pressure off there. Parents of twins or triplets, you know, it's a struggle with one to be able to snuggle all two or three of your children at once. That's an experience that you don't think of, that you're not told about in prenatal classes, but it's not top of mind. You want to know how to change a diaper, and that's great, but let's talk about real life and what those days are like. <laughs> My favorite, favorite saying for about parenthood, and it it is the most true, I would tattoo this on me if I had to, <laughs> is the saying that the days are long, but the years are short, and I say that now as a mom of an eight-year-old and a 10-year-old who can still remember exactly what it feels like in those first few days, weeks, months, when you're home with a newborn and, you know, the feelings of of like overwhelming love, but also overwhelming terror, because, (laughs) you know, you're all of a sudden like, this is the biggest responsibility. And it's like, I mean, for me, at least, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are (laughs) maybe a little more natural at, at, at certain things. But for me, it was just this overwhelming love and joy compounded with this overwhelming fear and anxiety that comes with being totally responsible and that that fog but let me tell you that when they're gone <laughs> you, you realize how fast it went
0: yeah and, and I think it's so common too for people to have a baby and potentially never have even held an infant before. You know, mm-hmm. like some people haven't even held a baby before, but never mind, an infant—one, two, three weeks old. You mentioned the C sections too, which I think is a really important topic because it's something that can be just as supportive for women who have planned C sections or surprise C sections, especially because I was reading the way that it opens up your arms to be free. And mm-hmm. you know if you're going to have a C-section, you're going to have to have an IV in and you really can't have much mobility of your arms. So in this way, you can still experience skin to skin, right? And, and have that baby right close to you, but have your arms out to the side.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I'll let Sarah actually touch on it because the changes that this product has made in a, a hospital setting in the operating room is- beyond our wildest dreams.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Jessica, you're absolutely right. The use of a product that's designed like this in a in the C-section because it goes just behind the mother. Um so the hospital sets it up as part of linen prep. And what's brilliant about it is that so the baby comes out and a lot of hospitals today are focused on gentle C-section and baby-friendly initiatives. And so um, what happens now is that the baby comes out and the baby can be placed on chest and the baby can be a little bit slippery. There's lots of fluids involved mm-hmm. um, and someone is just standing over, holding the baby hunched over. And what something like the rule loop allows is that mothers who are having a C-section are able to take this product with them, talk to their doctors about it, say that they want to do safe skin to skin on the OR table, and then they're able to use it on the OR table. And it just, in you know, it just wraps around babies back and bottom and it secures the baby. So that baby is nice and close to mom and getting that skin to skin touch. And what's really beautiful about that is the health benefits and clinical benefits that we're seeing, you know, and this is data that's collected by Ivy league hospitals and some of the most renowned hospitals in the world. And, you know, we're seeing things like One hospital, they're in Ivy League, Oden, California, and they had 71% of babies that were breastfed directly on the OR table in this product, which is incredible to to think about. Making sure that those babies were all getting an average of 50 minutes of uninterrupted skin-to-skin directly in the OR. That's a game changer. You know, another hospital, Good Samaritan, based in New York, shared their information with us. And just through implementing, it was the Joey band in this sense, but to the same design as a rule loop through implementing it, they actually noticed a decrease in narcotic use in the PACU, which is where C-section patients would go to recover. Mm-hmm. They noticed a decrease in the Q admissions um, and they noticed a decrease in maternal anxiety along with other metrics, like 100% of participants reporting increased satisfaction. And, and wow. increase it, and increasing exclusive breastfeeding rates. So when you think about providing with the best, some of the best things you can do for your newborns right from the get go, the moment they leave the womb into the world, the practice of safe skin to skin, and with a product that helps prevent infant falls and also helps drive these type of outcomes, you know, it's pretty it's pretty remarkable.
0: Absolutely. And Haley, if you could touch a little bit on skin to skin, just in case people haven't heard this term before, one thing I will point out is I'll link this in the show notes, but in episode 97, Jada Shapiro and I talked all about breastfeeding and she was shining a light on skin to skin and the way that your body as a birthing person regulates your baby's body, the body temperature, Mm -hmm. all of these things. And just like you touched on Sarah, the way also that then the birthing person's body has a decrease in depression and a decrease in anxiety. Oh, it's just such a cool thing for me to think about. Like our bodies are just so miraculous. So Haley, can you just touch a little bit more on what skin to skin is and how, if you're using it in the hospital setting can really support this unbelievable moment in time?
1: Absolutely. So I think the most important thing to touch on is the basics of it. So Baby is in a diaper and parent is bare-chested. Bra can be worn if if you prefer, but it it should be bare-chested. We want to maximize that skin-to-skin contact. They're going to be upright along the torso. Make sure that they're nice and high so that the parent can just dip down and kiss the top of their head. They're not down between the breasts. They're nice and high up on the chest plate. Their face is turned to the side so that their nose isn't up against your skin. You don't. You want to make sure that they can breathe, obviously that the airway is uncovered and opened. And part of that is making sure that their chin is off their chest. Their little airway is like the size of a juice box straw, so very mm-hmm. easy to pinch. So it's very important that when your baby is on your chest, their neck is not crunched down, they're not chin to chest, their neck is open and that their face is uncovered. So that's really, those are really the, the basic positioning, but the benefits of skin to skin. Oh my goodness. Again, this is one of those things that I really wish they had covered
2: in my exactly. prenatal class. Now you know
1: Again, I figured out how to do a diaper pretty quickly, but, you know, and I think the biggest one for me, babies held skin to skin are 12 times less likely to cry. And let me tell you that as a mother with a newborn or of any parent with a newborn, that is worth its weight in gold because nothing triggers stress quite like not knowing what your baby needs to calm down. And then you throw on a rule loop and you've got that added snugness. And and what that does is it's called deep pressure touch. So it really mimics the feeling of baby being back in the womb. It's that nice snugness that they're used to. They can hear your heartbeat they can smell you, they're warm, you are going to calm that baby down so instantly. So that that for me was my favorite benefit of skin to skin was knowing that I could calm down my baby really quickly. Um, But again, there's so many physiological benefits beyond that. And if you are choosing to breastfeed, if that's important to your family, skin to skin is so important to that success, it can it can really, really help if you're struggling.
0: What would you both say to somebody who is in that newborn stage and really is feeling lost and needing that support? What kind of advice would you give them? My advice would be, it it does, it really does get better. And as someone, it's someone
1: that's so cliche, and it's like it's the you know again going back to the days are long but the years are short. If you just gotta survive, and you know you hear all these like well oh, sleep when the baby sleeps, you know <laughs> use nap time to do dishes, do that like you, like you get all this like advice which is so well meaning, and people mean the best and they they're they're really trying to help. But my advice would be you just gotta survive it. You know your your child loves you. And even when you think you're not doing the best you could be or should be. And let me tell you, as as a mom, that feeling kind of never goes away. You always feel like you're not giving 100% to everything because it's impossible. You get used to it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, you know, but like they love you so much and you love them so much and just, just get through it. Just get through day by day.
2: I think my advice would be more directed towards maybe the friends and family of the individuals who, Mm. who just had a newborn and that would be to show up with food, show (laughs) up and help clean, (laughs) help, help clean, help do the dishes, help with a load of laundry. Parents may not want to pass the baby around and that's okay. And it's also okay for the birthing individual and the family where the baby is residing to ask friends and family if they're going to come over to bring something or to help with something. Because I think yeah. that that just builds community and and uh, really helps with the with the mental load as well as the physical load in the house.
0: <laughs> 100%. Go over, click on the Juvie link and buy a Roo loop and show up with the Roo loop. <laughs> right. yeah. Yes. Or go yes, ahead and add it. You know, this good. is fantastic. Exactly. This is this is a great product too to consider putting on a registry. It clearly, to me, sounds like something we all need to have. Um, unfortunately, not all hospitals are are there yet. But if we can maybe put it into practice for nothing more than just I think peace of mind, because hearing your story, Haley, was just so raw and guttural. Like I can't imagine that feeling, and I would guess that there's at least a handful, if not probably way more listening to this thinking I've been there or just who are terrified if they're expecting thinking, I don't, I don't know how I would move past that. So the way that you've really given us an opportunity to do the best we can to prevent something like this is just such a blessing. And I do want to make sure that we point out that the Rulup is not intended to be a carrier, but that it's to be in, kind of in place of your arms. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's not a carrier. It's not for co-sleeping. It's a nice hug for baby. Right. It offers comfort and it offers support for both baby and mom. And, you know, I just jumping back to your last point, if you're looking ahead to motherhood and you're you're terrified of this thing, I just want to point out that the majority of people always think too that'll never happen to me. You know, there's a lot of judgment around it. There's a lot of that'll never be me. And uh, I wish somebody had had flagged to me that oh no, it could it could very well be you and that we need to talk about it. So thank you so much Jessica for allowing us to talk about falls because, you know, whether you're whether you're terrified of it or whether you think that it's never going to happen to you, that you would never do that, I think it's really important that we're that we're bringing this to
0: light because it happens a ton. There should be no shame in something like this happening to us because it's understandable when our bodies are more exhausted mentally and physically than they've ever been. And our newborns can be so squirmy. If this has happened or does happen to you, know that you're not alone and you're not a bad parent because of it. And if you're a future parent or are having a second or third child, consider purchasing a loop or asking your provider if they use the Joey Band at their hospital. Oh, and just in case you're confused, because I was, it is the same product. Joey Band is the name for its use in clinical settings like the hospital, and the Roo Loop is its name for when we buy it for personal use. You know, maybe by asking your provider if they use the Roo Loop, If they don't. They might end up adding it to the routine, and you could impact the lives of future mamas and future babies just by asking that one question. Oh, and before I forget, for listeners of this podcast, Juvie is offering 25% off your purchase of a RooLoop for the first month that this episode airs only. So pop on over to the show notes and click on the link to grab yourself or a friend a Roo loop. And use the code MAMASINTRAINING25 for 25% off at checkout, but do it quick because it only lasts until October 31st, 2022. And finally, I want to encourage you to help me raise awareness this week about newborn falls. Who is someone in your life that you could text this episode to? Do you have a friend who is expecting? Maybe a friend who's trying to conceive? Would you be open to sharing it on your Instagram or Facebook story or feed? These are the little steps that we can take to help diminish the shame and support each other in those first few days, weeks, and months with our newborn. So thank you for sharing this episode. Thank you for spreading the word. And thank you for raising awareness. As always, we're in this together. If you enjoyed the show today, new episodes release every Wednesday, so be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. And help us grow our mama community by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. That way I know how to better serve you. And finally, I would love to connect on Instagram. You can find me at mamasintrainingpod, that's M-A-M-A-S, in training, P-O-D. For Mamas in Training, I'm Jessica Lorian. We're in this together.